When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey babies, it's the Sharp Tongue Podcast. It is your woman, Jessie Mae Peluso. How the fuck are ya? I'm happy you're here. And if you would like to watch the video that goes along with this podcast, you go right on over to the Patreon page that we have for you. Custom, exclusive videos every week, almost every day of the week. It is a fun page, patreon.com forward slash Jessie Mae Peluso to get your exclusive videos for you, to bring you joy, entertainment, education, all of the above. Patreon.com forward slash Jessie Mae Peluso. I just want to say what an amazing customer service company Uh, customer service department that the Patreon company has. For some reason, my page, I mean, for some reason, my page was flagged as uh, adult content, which limited my visibility to everybody. And I emailed, I was like, um, excuse me, my page was flagged as having adult content. And I think that's really limiting and it's unfair. And I feel kind of discriminated against. So they lifted the flag. So now we are a regular page we are, we are fun for the whole fucking family, as long as the family can handle fucking fun. <laughs> so check that out. Also, 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 sounds like a, my Spanish cousin. I have custom videos available on the Cameo app. And if you're like, what the fuck is the Cameo app? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what the fucking Cameo app is. It's a really fun app. You can book celebrities, TV personalities, athletes, all types of people to make you custom videos. You might know it from its publicity that it got from Mark McGrath doing a breakup video. He got hired to break up with somebody. That's that's fucking insane. <laughs> I can't break up with people. I'm not saying that it's limited, but it is limited, but it is fucking fun. I have congratulated new moms. I will congratulate divorced dads. Happy birthdays, regular shout outs, however you want me to arrange it for you within reason, no buttholes. This is not an OnlyFans account. Sorry, guys and gals, but it is a fun time. I've had a lot of fun making these videos. <laughs> I made a really ridicu- ridiculous one this past weekend that I probably will regret. I'm sure it's going to surface on the web, but you know what? We're all just having fucking fun in quarantine, right? Cameo app, find me, Jesse Mae Peluso, and I'm making custom videos for you to send to your fucking friends and family and co-workers whoever you want to send it to really so many fun things so make sure you join the patreon club join the cameo fun there's so many ways to to enjoy my wild and crazy my wild and crazy life the fuck amy what is that from my, too wild and oh, it's from Saturday Night Live. Too wild and crazy, guys. You remember that shit with Steve Martin? <laughs> oh, I hope we get to film soon. I hope people can film again. I hope cancel culture doesn't cancel everybody. You know, I hope people figure out how to not be so fucking sensitive. 
but I also want people to be more empathetic. There's a balance. There's a fine balance to life, and I hope we can find it. Am I, am I convinced we will? Ah, I don't fucking know. Not enough of us read Tony Robbins. We need to all read some self-help books and fix ourselves from the inside out. Speaking of fixing ourselves from the inside out, that's what this episode's all about. Look at that segue. This episode is a Dr. Peluso episode. That's right. We sat down with world-renowned, Instagram-certified, the one, the only, the uneducated Dr. Peluso. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie Peluso. Peluso. It's a personal... Look, well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Hey, everybody. Let me move the mic. Hold on. Okay, there we go. That's better. How's everybody doing? It's uh, it's a Monday. It's a Monday. It is Dr. Peluso Monday's Sharp Tongue Podcast, and I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're alive. Uh, barely. Are we hanging on? I don't even know what fucking day it is right now in this quarantine. I can't believe we're still in quarantine. I really can't believe it. Um, it feels it feels like it's there's more to it, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like this has gone beyond a COVID crisis and into a different realm of untrustworthy political situations? I just said a bunch of words. I don't know if they made sense. I hope they made fucking sense. I just, I don't know, man. What the fuck? You know, this is what happens. Let me show you. I just put my headphones on, but I got to show you. This is what happens when a bitch is in quarantine too much. She goes on Amazon. She goes on Amazon and she gets shit she doesn't need. That's what this quarantine has done. I'm like, okay, let me go on Amazon and let me see about a hat. I need a new hat right? A new hat to walk my dogs. And then I'm stuck with hats like so. If you're listening and you're like, what are you talking about, bitch? I can't see you. Well, if you go to the Patreon, you can see the video. If not, I'll describe it to you. Um, I look like I eat muff. That's all you need to know. Uh, I look like a, a lesbian farmer and happy about it. You know, June is pride month. Love is love. Let's do it. You know, Absolutely. Why not? I look like I farm soy. I look, I look like a boy who farms soy. That's, <laughs> is that my memoir title? But I fucking love this hat. Keeps my skin from getting burnt. Keeps motherfuckers from messing f- with me. Nobody messes with you when you're in a straw hat. No one's trying to holler at a bitch in a straw hat. And if you are, more power to you for respecting a bitch like me who's got some, this is some game. I've got my own game. It's stay away from me. And if you are, if you're just completely impervious to the energy that comes from this straw hat and you're still trying to spit game, well, real recognizes real is all I can say to you. 
My favorite thing is I just throw it off the back of my head and let it sit on my neck like the badass bitch I am. <laughs> Look, half, half of achieving is believing, if not a little bit more. So if you believe you're a badass bitch, even in your straw hat, then you will be. It's all about believing in yourself. And, and when I'm in this hat, I believe, I believe I can fly. I believe in myself. You know, it's, it's a Monday motivation situation, folks. Three minutes in and I'm already getting motivational. I mean, I'm not wasting any fucking time. So back to this being a big conspiracy about, you know, the powers that be wanting to crumble our economy and get us to be fearful about a disease that is just a fucking flu. It's a fucking flu. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what is really going on. All I can do is offer my comedic services to you guys to offer a little bit of reprieve from all of the news, all of the fucking news. There's so much news. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? There's like six white dudes who own most of the news outlets. Who do you trust? You're going to trust six white dudes who are fucking billionaires with news? I don't even trust my own family members with news. And I would trust them more than the news that I'm seeing on all of the social media now. I would trust, you know, Drunkle Joe over CNN. <laughs> Can I read you guys a review on from iTunes that is literally I can't I can't get it out of my head. And this is just the type of person I am. I don't know if you guys are like this, where you dwell. Sometimes you just dwell on things that are negative just to satiate the feeling. It's just a little, you know, it, it, we all have an element of self-loathing. I think it's a balancing act, you know, to that whole believing situation. Sometimes you need to not believe to value the belief. I think we all have a, an element of, of really not believing in ourselves, but also... Along with that, you start to focus on things that feed that sort of mentality, which isn't good. It's not a good situation. It gets into a very dark place. And it's just not healthy. Two, two reviews. Now, I, I ask you guys all the time to leave reviews on uh, Apple. You know, the rates and reviews. Just go ahead and, and leave, you know. It's just this little, it's the rate and reviews on the, on the podcast. You can leave a little note to let people know what you think about the podcast. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I see this more as a platform for you to express what you like about it. You know, it's more of like a encouraging other people who may enjoy what you enjoy. Maybe describe an aspect of it that brings you a particular, uh, you know, brings you a particular fulfillment how whatever it is whatever the situation is like this um great podcast I've laughed and cried it's even more relatable since my dad passed away last week I've finished listening to the October 1st and I want to say thank you for giving me the space to laugh keep it up you know what I'm saying relatability letting other people know that we're talking about real shit being grateful expressing gratitude I, those are th those are the things that I think I'm looking for. You know what I'm not looking for are well. Let me just do another one. Let me do another good one before we get to the one that really made me want to throw a couple pots and pans in my kitchen. Um, you are so inspirational. I've been following you since Girl Code days, and you've been my favorite comedian ever since. 
I've shared your comedy with my close friends who now follow you religiously as well. You're so relatable, and especially when I'm feeling down, I can put on one of my favorite podcasts of yours and truly gradually dissipates my anxiety. Look at that, and you wonder why I call myself Dr. Peluso. I'm here solving this bitch's anxieties. She's here telling her friends about me. I'm starting a goddamn cult. A goddamn cult. <laughs> okay? But then... This motherfucker leaves a review that says, I think Jesse May is pretty funny. Mm. Pretty funny. God, you had to put that, you know, uh, pretty funny there. You couldn't just say funny. But the problem is she always thinks she's terribly funny. Yeah, motherfucker, because I believe in myself. Is there a problem with that? She laughs at everything she says and is kind of super annoying. Suck a dick. Suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a dick, 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 suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a dick, 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 suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a dick, 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 suck a fucking dick. It's probably because she's high on something all the time, but I found it grating. My favorite part is the misuse of a word at the end of this long, verbose jab. You found it grating? I don't think that's the proper use of that word. Did you mean degrading? Did you mean you're grateful that you found an outlet for your anger? I've talked about you a couple times on the podcast. I obviously can't let it go. <laughs> oh, wait, I shouldn't laugh at myself because it's super annoying. Is it super annoying? Well, go fuck a duck. See how annoying that is. I bet you come back. I bet you come back. I bet you go fuck a duck and you come back because you know that that was more annoying than this. I laugh at myself because I enjoy what I do, sir. Okay. And I love that your name on this little note that you left is Tranquil Beast. Are you tranquil? Sounds like you got a little bit of uh, a storm brewing inside, Tranquil Beast. <laughs> One of the only... And then, and then and I get so many great reviews. Like, honestly, there's so many amazing reviews. I haven't read every single one, but this, these recent, this one was very recent. And then after this guy leaves a negative review, somebody else goes, oh, well, if that guy's going to leave a negative review, then I'm going to leave one too. Someone else said, please no more Mike Tully. If we wanted to listen to Mike Tully, we listened to his podcast. Hey, guess what? This is my fucking podcast. Okay. J.G. Dadon says, badass comedian, we share a birthday. Hell yeah, keep rocking. I'm going to focus on those motherfuckers. I just had to get it out of the way before I use my experience and, and knowledge to help people in this Dr. Peluso episode. I just had to bitch at a Tranquil Beast for being a giant cunt. I fucking love podcasts. And it's, by the way, sir, I love podcasts. You should start one. Start one and bitch about everybody you don't like. And just call it, you know, complain, the complain cast. And complain about everything. And maybe you'll get a following. But to take energy out of your day to leave hate on somebody else's is just kind of pathetic. Pathetic. But you know what's not pathetic? Spreading inspiration and answering people's questions with your limited knowledge. 
it's time for some Dr. Peluso questions from last week. Um, Trident Lion. Wow, quite the moniker. COVID-19, a pandemic or pandemic? Isn't that ironic that I started this podcast starting about talking about, is it a pandemic? Sir, I don't know the answer to that. And I'm not sure that our generation will know the answer to that. But then there's so many more people who are starting to pay attention that I do have hope for us to really get to the nitty gritty. Was it worth compromising our economy? Was it worth all of these businesses shutting? Was it worth putting everyone on unemployment? Was it worth what it's done to all of the systems? And on the heels of the pandemic, we go into this fucking riot. It seems convenient for someone else. That's, and I've said that before. It seems like somewhere somebody's got to be profiting off of all this madness. And it's probably six rich white dudes. And, they're, and they all got fucking fupas. They all got fat fucking necks. They all got just no, you don't see a bone on them. It's just dimples where their bone is because there's so much fat layer in between the skin and the actual bone. It's fat motherfuckers with long taints and big, big fupas <laughs> who fuck hookers and claim that they love God that run everything. Okay. So pandemic or pandemic to 50, 50, isn't it? Isn't it safe that it's a 50-50 toss-up? We don't know. We really don't know. I'm going more towards a a, a fucking pandemic, but I don't want to, allegedly, I don't want to completely commit to it because I think I might get killed by a, a, <laughs> a, government, a government official or somebody working for the government or a sniper through my fucking patio door. So, yeah, it's a pandemic. We all have got COVID. It's a fucking conspiracy. Big Sweaty Keith says, my legs have gone numb because I refused to ejaculate. Well, what, what are you holding back for, Jesus? What are you, why are you holding back? Are you trying to become Sting? Little tantric sex situation, sir? Let it out. Let it go and let God. Don't hold all of that in. It can't be good for you. That sounds like it might cause an aneurysm in your penis or up in your head. And that's not safe for anybody, especially your sperm and you. So you probably should just ejaculate unless there's some biblical reason you're not. And then you might want to look into some therapy and, and unravel all of that religious angst that's in your groin. See? Look how easy it is to solve problems. <laughs> Simply Armin, Ar, simply Armin, simply uh, whatever the fuck your name is. Has thing has thing got calmer around your place? Thinking about the BLM, BLM demonstration. Okay, well maybe English is a second language for you, and I respect it. Things have kind of calmed down a little bit, but you know they always say the calm before the storm. So calmness stresses me out more than racket. I also lived in New York City for 10 years, so I'm used to chaos outside of my windows. So my level of chaos and calm are completely different according to other people who've lived in more calm societies. <laughs> but it has gotten calmer, but that's not to say that it won't uprise again. Who knows? You know, and it may, maybe that's what we need to make change. 
maybe that's what we need to sort of shift shit around because there's obviously something going on. There's obviously an issue. And, you know, we keep seeing these videos. We keep seeing these uh, police brutality videos that are, it's more than ever before. You know, like those two guys got hung 50 miles apart from each other and, and they're claiming it's, it's suicide. But I, I just, you know, and more people are getting shot. That guy just got shot in the, in the was it Wendy's or Arby's? drive through it, he 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 was said he would walk home and he was drinking but he said he could just go to his his sister's house which is right there and he didn't want to get arrested and the cops ended up shooting him something's got to fucking change something has to change when when a boy can shoot up an entire congregation of people praying to god and they stop to get him a fucking burger on the way to the police station and then cut to a black guy who's trying to get a burger to sober up to walk to his sister's house that's a block away and he gets killed. There's a complete discrepancy. There's a complete disparity. And it is, it's detrimental. We're back at those Ds. It's, it's a fucking brutal situation. So if it needs to be a little bit wild before the calm, I'm here for it. I hope that we can evolve. I've been reading this book called The Habit Loop. And um, it's, it really describes how individual habits can create new societal routine. And I think that's what we're going to have to implement into society to really see a, a change on a grander scale. You know, when I was, um, uh, the last couple episodes, we talked about incremental progress and, and smaller steps to achieve things. I think this might require us to take steps that are smaller in order to invoke a bigger change. And I know it, it seems inefficacious to do it that way. And maybe that's why people are rioting and all of that. And I'm not saying that rioting can't be a catalyst to the more incremental changes that we need to implement. But I do think that we it, it needs to start on a molecular level. It needs to start small. As small as like uh, girls talking to their dads and recording the video. Like there was a video of a girl who was addressing her father and they were going back and forth about the Black Lives Matter situation. And basically his parents were a little, her parents were a little small-minded and she was trying to express to them that they were being racist. That's an incremental level of pushing the needle and evolving racism. It has to start from home. As much as we want it to be on a Supreme Court level, it won't get to Supreme Court if it doesn't start on the home court. So, you know, and, and to the guy who left me a shitty review, I'm not smoking anything but truth, sir. <laughs> that annoyed me. That, that, that annoyed me. Sky Films Media says, should I be covering my dick's mouth with a mask in public? Wow, your dick has a mouth? Who's your dad? Moby Dick? Why does your dick have a mouth, sir? Are there teeth in there? You might want to call a, a real doctor, a cock doctor, a cockter, because that sounds very serious, sir. Your dick should not have a mouth. Do you wear a penis mask? That's an extra precaution I don't think you need to take. I think that's a condom. Are you just talking about a condom? Yeah, you should be wearing a condom. Absolutely. Just every day, all day. Keep your dick safe from COVID. You don't want your, your cock to get COVID, and that's the one way to do it. So, yes. Put, a, put a, a COVID condom on your cock, sir, and you're welcome for the alliteration. Emily the Strange, 
what collagen should I put in my smoothies, coffees, etc.? You know, so much of that shit that we put in our in our coffees and teas and in smoothies and all this stuff, you really have to make sure it's coming from a good source. Because it could it could say collagen, but what's the bioavailability of it? Is it uh, what's the source of it? So you have to really make sure that the product that you're using is something that is a healthy form of collagen. You know, they do make vegan options because collagen is, you know, more traditionally comes from bone marrow and, and things from animals. I am a vegan that eats meat. <laughs> I'm a vegan that eats meat. I, but I enjoy like bone broth, which has, oh God, there's a fucking helicopter. They're coming to get us, everybody. Die! I got my hat. Deplane, deplane. Um, the collagen, the, the uh, bone marrow that I drink has collagen in it naturally. But, you know, there is vital proteins that I've used. Not a sponsor of the podcast. They should be because I just named dropped them. But I, I enjoy their, their, their products. They don't upset me. Some things upset my gut. It's all about your gut biome. Trust your gut. Trust your gut in so many scenarios. Trust your gut in survival, but also trust your gut with what you're eating. Because if it's fucking up your gut, it's fucking up your brain. Your gut and your brain work together. Those are your body's two brains, really. Your gut brain and your and the brain that's in your in your dome. So if it's fucking up your gut, it's probably not good for you. So, but check out Vital Proteins. You might enjoy it, girl. Um, Scotty324, I keep hearing my neighbors having sex at the weekend. What should I do? Stop being a hater. Stop being a hater because you're not getting your knob polished. Put a cup against the, the wall and make it your little porno scenario. Record it. Play it back to them. Tell them to shut the fuck up. Record it. Play it back for yourself and enjoy it. Um, play a music. When they are screaming and being loud, play some music. Maybe do a beat on the wall, you know, like do a little... I mean, I'm not a I'm not a musician, but just improvise. You should collaborate with them. Call DJ Khaled. <laughs> and another one, when when he's when one of your neighbors is about to come, you should yell through the wall. And another one. That's just my that's my suggestion. Let me know how it works out. I really want to know. Kevinette says, should I pop my back zits or let them fester? Asking for Mike Pence. <laughs> Well, that's obviously a jokey joke, but if it's not a jokey joke, I don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't ever touch your back zits. It's it's not a good. It, you should just shouldn't because there's so many there's so many bacterium on your fingers and you, that's gonna get into your pores. So let it be. You know what does help a little bit? A little bit of sun, not too much because it can make your um, your your skin overproduce sebum it can it could actually exacerbate the oil production in your skin but a little bit can help dry it out just not too much there's a fine fine balance in in that whole process so so don't touch it and tell Mike Pence to go suck a dick Naderade889 what do you usually order from a Chinese restaurant you know here's the thing I have fucked myself because I eat really healthy but I also enjoy, you guys know, I just had mac and cheese the other night. Like last night I had mac and cheese and rosé. 
You're like, bitch, you don't eat that healthy. You also eat like a like a hooker who got rich real quick. I eat very clean. So when I go to order things from like Chinese restaurants or if I have a burger once in a while or a taco or something that's not necessarily a clean item, it fucks me up. So I have to really, really want it. And I have to prepare. Like I'll have to... I'll have to like incrementally get myself up. Like I'll have to eat trash a little bit every day to prepare myself to order a Chinese meal and then wean myself off. Cause food is so much a part of my daily routine. I really consider what I eat and I try and balance my diet because I have a very high metabolism and I have to make sure that I'm getting all the nutrients that I need and semen. Cause there is some protein in that. That was just a quick little thing to say to see if you guys are listening. I will say though, when I'm in the mood for Chinese food, I love crab rangoons. I love crab rangoons so, 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 so much in that weird sauce that I know is pure chemicals. There's nothing about that sauce that was ever a fucking food. That sauce was made in a beaker, not grown in a field. That sauce was completely manufactured by some dude in gloves, not some beautiful Mexican in gardening gloves. It was some fucking other Mexican in plastic sanitary gloves, and it was made with chemicals, and I love it. I fucking love it so, so much. I think it's one of the greatest things ever. It's so delicious. Um, Matthew Clark, 7381. Do you have a boyfriend? I've got so many. John Stamos, John Hamm. Um, who else? My actual boyfriend. Um, my, my dog, sometimes he acts like he's my boyfriend. If I'm like picking something up on the floor, he'll try to hump me, which is really gross. And it's also violating. Carlin, he's sleeping on the floor right here. It's really violating. But yes, I do. I do have a boyfriend. I've had a boyfriend for, for some, time, some time that I keep separate from you guys because you're fucking animals. <laughs> and so is he. Randy402, I'm all for Black Lives Movement and staying safe with the Rona, but normal, civilized life, where are you? I hear you, Randy. I hear you. I honestly... I miss normal civilized life. I miss socializing. You know what I really miss? Going into a bar and ordering a cold fucking beer. Having a cold fucking beer and a burger and talking with the bartender. Maybe shooting the shit with some local. Maybe, hopefully, on the other side of this whole scenario. With the Black Lives Movement, with COVID, the pandemic, businesses closing. Hopefully, we'll come out on the other side more appreciative We'll wake up with more gratitude. We'll realize the value of our time and we'll start to spend it in a way that is serving us and not depleting us. We'll spend our time in the way that's getting us closer to our goals, not keeping us from succeeding what we really want to achieve. So hopefully, for me, I know that I already have more gratitude. I know that I've been spending my time in areas that is a waste. So I've been starting to evolve that. I've been starting to take more time just to chill the fuck out. You know how hard it is for people like me to chill the fuck out? I am a maniac. I wake up and I do nine things before I even have coffee in my cup. And I'm, I'm like that from sunrise to sunset. It's, it's my, one of my old friends described me the best way. I'm on 10 or off. I'm all or nothing. So I've really, in this quarantine, I've learned to take time for myself to calm the fuck down and chill out and do nothing. There's so much value in doing nothing, allowing your brain to wander, allowing a little wonderment, a little boredom. Remember boredom, y'all? Shit. 
Mikey2985, Dr. Peluso, you are the bomb.com. Thank you so much. And now I know you're from the 90s. You grew up in the 90s as well because you just said bomb.com. <laughs> you're the bomb.com. I used to say that shit all the time. Uh, Awalumbo Hamad, Muhammad. Wow. I apologize, sir, because there's a lot of consonants. Awalamam Baham. I, I know there's Muhammad. Awal Awalu, Awailo, Awailo, Awailu Muhammad. That's as close as I'm gonna get. Today's my 25th birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you, sir. I hope you spend it with people you love, or a hooker. Maybe you love a hooker, and I'm not here to judge you. Enjoy your 25th birthday. It only comes once. In this lifetime, at least. Who knows? Maybe you'll live as a snail until you're 26 and your 25th birthday will be really special because for some reason, as a snail, you know you're going to die in a year. I don't know. DJ Full Throttle. DJ Full Throttle! Not a question. I love you. Thank you for the amazing cameo. I, I made a cameo for DJ Full Throttle. I think he's playing it before he DJs, DJs at the clubs. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want to hire me for a cameo, you just go to the cameo app. You can book me. I make custom videos for whatever the occasion, a friend, friendversary, anniversary. You got fired. You got hired. You're getting a divorce. You're getting married. Whatever the case, there's a baby coming. Whatever it is, you go to cameo app. You can book me. There's a whole bunch of celebrities and athletes and different personalities on the app. So there's a lot of um, options. But, yeah. You're welcome, DJ Full Throttle. Evolution Mentor. Wow, somebody's an influencer. He says, hello, Jesse May. What are your goals? And are you what are you most excited for the next six months? Wow, sir. That is uh, really kind of you to ask. I, um, you know, what are my goals? I... There's so many fucking goals that I have. I, I'm writing a book. I started doing that, which is very exciting. I was working on a screenplay, and then I decided to evolve it into a book about my dad. And I feel like we've talked about this before. Have we done, have we done these, th- this question before? But I'll, I'll address it again. I think it's important to set goals. you got to set goals. How are you going to achieve anything? Goals are the roadmap to success. I really, truly believe that. Whether it's getting your apartment organized or your fucking refrigerator or some, you know, endeavor, some, some sort of investment, whatever it is, if you don't have a goal list, how you know how you're going to get there? How do you know if you're going to achieve it or how you're going to achieve it? So yeah, I started working on this book and I'm also working on the podcast and creating shows for you guys. Bong and Movie is out. It's out. It's available on YouTube right now. Battlefield Earth is is up. We're going to do another video every week. It's going to be posted on my YouTube page. So I wanted to do that. I set up the, the steps I needed to, and I fucking achieved it. I didn't go to college, you know? Who needs college when you got YouTube? So Evolution Mentor, I'm working on a book. I'm working on getting some more rest, traveling within this COVID-restricted time. I'm going to get out there on the road. I'm going to dip my ass into the ocean. Butthole to ocean. That's, that's what I want. I want my butthole in the sea with my dogs. That's my six-month goal. Sea paw 85. Sea paw 85. The American dream. Alive, taking a nap. Is it entitled? Is it too entitled and privileged? 
Well, I think the, the reality about the American dream and the beauty about the American dream is that, much like I said, you with the right ambition and plan can achieve anything in this country. And there are limitations, there are disparities, but people have, have risen above that. And if we start to implement a system where people can go and get lunch or go for a jog where they're not getting shot, think of how much better and more unified neighborhoods would be. And, and if a neighborhood's unified, think of how much safer it'll be. And if it's safer, more people will move there. And if more people will move there, more people will be able to, you know, uh, focus on things and grow because their mental health is, is somewhat secure because they feel safe and they're involved in their community. So it's a, it's a, it's a trickle-down and trickle-up effect, I think, that the American dream can provide. But we've got to make some changes. We've got to make some motherfucking changes. But it starts individually. Those individual habits have got to evolve. So if you're the type of person who's always bitching about other people, it's always somebody else's fault and you just can't catch a break, fuck that you can't catch a break. Break some shit. Break it. Break some shit down. And then you'll have a breakthrough. You can't catch a break because you think you can't catch a break, so you'll never catch a break because you keep telling yourself you can't catch a break. It's time for you to catch a break. It's time for you to go after it. It's time for you to figure it out for yourself because... Nobody owes you anything, for the most part, for most of us. Some people are owed some shit. <laughs> some people are owed some shit, for sure. But for the most part, nobody owes you anything. And, and it's, it's up to you to figure out how to go after it. It's up to you to figure out what your downfalls are and to, and to break them. It's up to you to figure out what your bad habits are, what the habits you have now, and how they're hindering your ability to achieve your goal. And habits can be broken. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's because you're not trying hard enough. You haven't given that dog a different set of cue, routine, and rewards. You've got to flip the script a little. Anybody out there who's struggling, wants to make a change, read a book called The Habit Loop. It can really lay it out in a comprehensible way for you to figure out different things to implement into your life to start to evolve the habitual pattern that you've been on, the habitual path that you've been on for your whole existence up to this point. You can really find a new plan and realize that you can change your habits and that, and that willpower is something that can be learned and, and worked on like a fucking muscle. So don't give up. Don't give up, motherfuckers, please. In that's not to say that everyone's meant to achieve amazing success. This is, America's balanced. Life is balanced. Some people just want to, you know, work and maybe the owning a nail salon is their biggest achievement. Maybe just working at a nail salon is all they want to do. Whatever works for you. Not everybody has to be Beyonce, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Jordan Hart Harder. Jordan Harder. Hmm. Uh, he says, every time I go to the beach, my nuts get super itchy and dry. Is that normal? No. No, it's not normal. Are you shaving before you go to the beach? You should not shave before you go to the beach. There are a lot of nasty beach amoebas, beach fleas, critters, microscopic bacteria, things that's on the sand, things in the ocean, especially if you're in a busy coastal area. It, there's a lot of accumulation of bacteria and filth that can get right up in your nut sack. 
And that it is not a good situation. That's why whenever I go to the beach, I make sure I don't shave right before. And the times that I have, coochie coochie coo. I'm burnt and turnt from my twat to my chin. It is a brutal situation. From my armpit to my clit, you better not shave right before you go. Give your skin some time to, you know, heal over a little bit because you're essentially shaving skin off. But if you're not shaving and you just have your nuts get super itchy and dry, you might want to see what's in your diet. Maybe you need some more omega threes, sixes, and nines. Maybe you're you're not hydrated enough. Sounds like you got dry nut. <laughs> oh, the old dry nut. Julian Rolson. I might have accidentally shared a Pam and Tammy Lee Google Drive. Oh yeah, thank you for that. I'll I'll store that in my box for later. Um, let's see. We've got uh, Mishinger Mishinger five five. I feel like you've asked me questions before. Are these are these duplicates? Does your man motorboat them titties, sir? Sir. Sir. No. Sir, that is not, you don't get, you don't get to ask me those questions, sir. Inappropriate. What do you think? What do you think my man does? If you were my man and I had these titties, which are real, by the way, you're welcome. What would you do, sir? What would you do if if your girl had these titties? Would you moat about them? You know you would, you filthy animal. You know you fucking would. So why are you asking me if my man is motorboating me? Because you know that motherfucker is. How do you think we wake up in the morning? Best part of waking up is motorboating, you fucking bitch. I mean, that's a popular, everyone knows that song. You know he's motorboating me, sir. So why are you even asking a question you yourself know the answer to? It's because you're a motorboating son of a bitch, too. And you just want to know that you're not alone. You just want to know that you're not alone. You know what? You are not alone. You're not alone, motherfucker. How's the tranquil beast? Is he still listening? (laughs) Grounded by Yoga asks, would you share a position of the day? I used to do this really fun thing called position of the day. And it was 365 positions. But you guys don't realize that that's a year. And after the year, it's done. I did it for a full year. You can go on my Instagram page. I think it's still, it might still be up there. It might still be on my Instagram page on those highlights. And you can see, yeah, it's still there. I see it. You go right to my Instagram page. You click the red circle. It says POD, POTD, position of the day. And you can see a bunch of them from when we did those. Those were a lot of fun. Those were a blast. But it was meant to be a limited series. Dr. Peluso is every week, every Monday. And if you're listening to this, you still have time to go to my Instagram page and get your questions either answered on Instagram, right on my story, or now we're doing this on Mondays where I'm featuring the leftover questions from the previous week. It's hard to get to every single one, so we're I'm highlighting some of my favorites. So I hope you guys can, you know, be patient with me and also appreciate that I'm doing this shit. Really, you're welcome. You're welcome, Trailblazer, or what's his name? Unfiltered Beast, Tranquil Beast. I call him Trailblazer. <laughs> trailblazer, you trail hater. That's what you are, you fucking son of a bitch. Your mom didn't breastfeed you long enough. Anywho, um, Delief Feath 
Delifeth. Delifeth. Delifeth? What's the key necklace about? Wow, somebody's really looking into my soul if you're checking out my key necklace. I think I've told this story a bunch of times, but I do wear a key. I I wear these necklaces every single day. I have three necklaces that I wear. I don't take them off. So if you are trying to rob me, good luck, because over my dead body, are you going to get these goddamn necklaces? I also have a key tattoo on my arm, and this is a replica of my house key from inside of my house where I grew up in Syracuse, New York. And I always used to fuck with the locks. I don't know why I used to fuck with the locks so much. It would drive my mom fucking nuts. It would drive her really nuts. I would lock the door and then unlock the door and then lock the door and then unlock the door and then, you know, fucking, I would unscrew the catch hold for the lock to go into and I'd put it back in. I don't know why, I was so obsessed with the idea and I, that I could lock doors in the house because I didn't, you know, I was a kid. I didn't really have any control over the house. It was my mom's house. This bitch was running the roost. So I used to lock her in her room all the time. <laughs> oh my God. I remember I slammed my door. Remember when you're a kid and you get so angry, you slam your door shut. Did any of you ever have your mom take that shit off the hinges? <laughs> Nancy would take that shit off the hinge. She's like, not today, bitch. Not today. You are not slamming the door. I went up to my room and there was no door. No mo do. Nancy, no pants Nance, took that shit off the hinges and hid it. How do you hide a door? You know how gangster you have to be as a mom to hide an entire door in a house? It's not like there are many places it could be. That bitch leaned it right up against another door in front of it and just never opened it. And I just walked by it thinking it was just the door. Nope, it was my door leaned up against another door. But I was that asshole that couldn't figure it out. Of course I was that asshole that couldn't figure it out because I was that asshole that kept slamming my door thinking I had an unlimited supply. Thinking I had like a, a one of those customer appreciation cards you keep clipping. I thought I had a whole bunch of boxes to clip. No, bitch, you're done. No mo dough. Nancy took the fucking door. Took the lock. Took all of it. Lock and key. Gone. That's how she used to discipline me. Oh, you think you're going to keep doing this? I'm going to take this shit away. That's something else that parents forget to instill in their children from a young age because they want to protect them or they're just lazy fucking parents. The value of loss. Teach your kids the value of loss. Loss may be the most important value that we learn as adults. The loss of a job. The loss of income, the loss of, of your health, the loss of a loved one, the loss of time. A lot of these things we can't get back. And if we don't know how to deal with it as adults, we're fucking screwed because all life is set up is for loss. And if we're not built to deal with it, it, it can be detrimental to our growth. It can be detrimental to our ability to evolve. It can be detrimental to our, our ability to be able to handle real situations. Loss. Loss is a really serious lesson to learn and to learn that it's a normal part of life, if not the most important part of life, to learn about loss. How are you going to be able to appreciate what you get if you don't understand the fact that you could lose it and what it means to lose something? Because we're in this win-win society. We're in this victorious society. You got to win. You got to go after it. You got to get it. You got to achieve. You got to be number one. Nobody gets there without losing all the shit along the way. 
people are born winners. They should be born losers so that the time that they win, by the time they win, they've appreciated it because they've lost so much. And there's loss and getting lost, and that's a part of all of it. And I think the value of loss is one of the greatest things we can instill in our children because they will have more gratitude. They'll appreciate things more. And I think that's a, the greatest way to wake up. It's hard. It's fucking hard. Like we talked about before, if you guys watched the video with Charity Croft on my Patreon page, we talk about that. We talk about gratitude and empathy and the cost of it. And it's, it's not easy to come by. Gratitude, it's not like you just can wake up and it's an automatic thing. You have to train yourself. It's all about those habits. It's all about the rewards. Instead of rewarding yourself with a cake, reward yourself with some gratitude. Gratitude can set your ass free and then have some cake. And you'll appreciate the cake more because you're grateful for your place in life that got you to be able to purchase the cake in the first place. And you might not even eat the cake yourself, anime. You might fucking share it. And that's the other thing we need to learn hopefully as children, but we can relearn all this. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Sharing truly is caring. And I hope out of this fucking COVID bullshit that we learn to share some more. Give, give a little. Gratitude is, 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 is a gift. And, and you'll experience it more. The more you give, the more grateful you'll feel. It's about contribution. So I think you have to ask yourself, What's my relationship with loss? And what am I contributing? How can I contribute? And I guarantee you, if you can get to the answer of those questions, you will feel more fulfilled. And if you don't, you're a fucking serial killer. And it's that simple. It's science. I'm a doctor. I know what I'm talking about. You know, Nuclear Knight 83 asks, how are you? How are you? That's a question that we ask, and it doesn't really mean shit. We're just asking it because it's a part of the culture. It's a la mode. It's conversational a la mode. How are you? How you doing? We don't really want to fucking know. We just say it because it's, it's customary. We just say it because it's a standard greeting. How you doing? In the past, we didn't really want to fucking hear it. Oh, God, this guy's really going to tell me how he's feeling. Oh, man, this bitch is already crying. We're in the grocery store. But maybe we need to listen a little bit more. Maybe we need to listen to how people are feeling, how they're doing. Maybe we need to tell people how we're doing a little bit more. So Nuclear Night, you know how I'm doing? I'm doing fucking fine. I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. And some days I'm not. And that's okay, motherfuckers. There's a lot of pressure in the society to win, 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 win. We forget the value of learning about loss and not being okay. And it doesn't mean you're weak and it doesn't mean you're going to fail. It just means you're working on shit. It just means you're, you're dealing with the ebbs and the ebbs and flows of life. So if you're in an ebb right now, it's all good. Because pretty soon that shit's going to flow. And when it flows, you're going to be like, oh, shit, I'm fucking flowing. I'm feeling good. I'm moving. Maybe you'll be more appreciative of the movement because you remember what it felt like to ebb. And then you're going to ebb again. You're going to be like, ah, fucking son of a bitch. We're in another ebb. But soon enough, you'll realize the give and take of life. And you realize the value of learning how to deal with loss and giving some gratitude to yourself and to people in your life. And it's this give and take. You lose and then you give. And you lose and you give. So I hope you guys learn that. I hope if you're 
if you already are somebody who's, who's fortunate enough to understand those things, that you're sharing it. And if not, I hope maybe that you learned it from listening to this today. I'm sure you probably popped this on, hoping we were just going to talk about dicks. And we did. We talked about that guy's itchy dick at the beach. We talked about the dude who's going to wear condoms every day now. Thankfully, not going to procreate because it was a really dumb fucking question. We learned that Tranquil Beast didn't get breastfed long enough. We learned the value of loving our children more, teaching them about loss and breastfeeding them so they don't become hateful people because hate is taught and hate is something that's learned where there is a, a, um, you know, where there's love that, that, that isn't there, where there is, where there is a deprivation of love, where love isn't readily available, where there's a, a love famine. If there, if there is a love famine, they're going to grow up hateful. So let's send some love to the thankful, the fruitful beast. What the fuck is his name? Vengeful beast. Tranquil beast. Let's send him some love and gratitude. Because obviously he didn't get all that growing up. And maybe he hasn't realized his relationship with loss. So let's send it his way. Let's send it right to him. Because there obviously was a, a scarcity there. There was a, a, a love scarcity in his life. So let's fill it. Let's just throw it his way, okay? Hopefully he'll receive it. If not, he can fuck off. <laughs> I laughed at myself, tranquil beast, because I love myself. I'm my own best friend. So maybe you can become yours. And then maybe one day you'll leave me a nice review. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll leave me a worse one. I don't know. I don't know. I can't be the fortune teller in your life. But what I will tell you is I will always greet you with a smile. And if I see you, I'm going to ask you, how are you? And I'm going to want an answer. And if you give me a, a negative, like a live negative iTunes review to my face, I'll respect it. I'll respect it. I won't be happy, but I will fucking respect it. Can you imagine? I meet Tranquil Beast and he's like, meh, not impressed. Her voice is kind of annoying. Two stars. I'm just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> he Yelp reviews me in my face. <laughs> I hope you guys are fucking killing it. And if you're not, it's okay. The ebbs and flows of life get us to our destination. Not without a plan. You got to make a fucking plan. So build out some goals, write your goals down and believe it because you won't achieve it until you believe it, motherfuckers. And you know what I believe? I like, I like laughing at myself. Makes me feel less alone in this empty house. In this empty house. I mean, there's three dogs. It's not really empty. And there's a whole bunch of tequila. Ooh, speaking of, ah, oh, look at that. It's noon. It's time to drink. Dr. Peluso is out. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.